Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Back with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, hello. Hi. It's been a whole like 12 hours since we chatted, I think. I know. It's been too long. I know. And this is <laughs> this is going to be a fun podcast for me because I'm the only one on this podcast that doesn't have a top knot to not, tonight. We have uh, <laughs> Jessica Griffith with us who has your hairdo going on. So how's it going, Jess? Uh, it's going so good. It's a freaking beautiful night here in Ozark, Missouri, and I get to hang out with you guys. Can't complain. Aww. That was, I think that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to us. Isn't it? I know. <laughs> I've never been to Ozark, Missouri. I've, I grew up in the South, but I've never really, I think I've been through Missouri, but I've never like really actually been there before. Really? See, I actually homesick. have lived in both of your guys' states. I was born in Providence, Rhode Island. And I oh, actually yeah. lived in Columbus from first to eighth grade. Oh, wow. Look at well, that. I know. Oh, well, so uh, why Missouri now then? Is is that where the family is these days? Yeah. So <laughs> the joke growing up was like my parents' hobby was to move. So <laughs> people are like, were you in the military? And I'm like, no, they just love to move. Uh, so I was born in Providence. My dad had a house up in New Hampshire, so we moved up to the ski shack for a little bit, moved back to Rhode Island. His dad, or my dad got a job transfer out to Columbus, so we lived out there for eight years, moved back to Rhode Island, and then (laughs) (laughs) extended family was in Rhode Island, so we kept, like, we'd move somewhere, and then we moved back. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I went to Christian College in Springfield, Missouri in fall of 2009, and then the whole family ended up moving out here because three of us, four kids went to that school. And my mother has separation anxiety and couldn't stand that three of her four babies were <laughs> halfway across the country. So they all <laughs> moved out here and we've been out here ever since. So just a little over 10 years now. It's crazy. Where was the, where was the fourth? Like who, who got the short stick where like the whole family went out there <laughs> and then this one sibling, this one sibling was out on their own. That was Peach. So in my family, we all have like hilarious nicknames. So my little sister, her name is Jacqueline, but like even on her high school diploma, I'm pretty sure it was Jacqueline Peach Griffith. So when you see me <laughs> referring to Peach, it's my little sister. But yeah, she, <laughs> she, I mean, she probably wouldn't say she got the short end of the stick because she hates school. And so like having to go to the university, you know, was not really her thing. However, she actually is enrolled at that school now that I think of it online, but it's, you know, uh-huh. online, a little bit different. So, um, but yeah, three of us, four kids were all at that school. And honestly, like I always say, I love the ocean, like Rhode Island will always have such a dear place in my heart. Um, but man, like, especially the past three weeks being in quarantine, I'm like, I am really digging Missouri. Like, look how uh-huh. it's just like, so beautiful like there it looks like that everywhere around here like just trees and nature and peaceful and farms and cows and I'm like this is kind of like if this was my next chapter in life I am a-okay with that (laughs) yeah we are like smack dab in the middle of mud season here in New England Uh, where it's like 40 and raining every day and summer will be here for five minutes before we go right back into the freezing temperatures mm -hmm. why I know, but the like you can't like Narragansett Beach, like you can't. Yeah, that's Those true. Beaches are freaking amazing. They're awesome. And then Ohio, you just get screwed. Oh, yeah, we just get. Like, we, 
We get (laughs) we get clouds like 300 days out of the year. It's just cloudy all the time. (laughs) And I'm not exaggerating. It snowed like four days ago. Swear to God, like it's like yes, we had snow like three days in a row, and then it got up to 60 degrees. And I went out, like literally, the snow melted, and I went out and mowed the yard the next day. That's what it's like in Ohio. Yeah, it's terrible. It's a horrible I mean, place to live. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I, I think that's the Midwest, though, because Missouri is like that, too. I've This is actually the best spring we have ever had in the 10 years that I've been out here, as far as consistency and nice weather. But usually it's a lot like that. But ugh, no, thank you. So you quarantined there. You got the family around. How's it been? How's like this whole situation been treating you? Good. Uh, yeah. So I I have an apartment like 20 minutes away, but I'm like, why would I quarantine by myself when I've got my family and my little, so Peach, she is actually living out in San Diego right now. Her fiance is out there and she ended up coming home because my family just felt that she was going to be safer here. It was really bad. Like things are really bad in California. Yeah. And they're like, like, we just kind of want you home. So um, her fiance ended up driving her back out here to Missouri and she's been hanging out here. So I'm like, my family's here. My little sister's in town that I, you know, haven't seen her since September. So I've just been quarantining out of my parents' house. We set up our lovely little garage gym here. Wow. Look at nice. that. I've got my coffee pot, my family and my gym. Like what? I, I have no reason. To, like I had to go check on my apartment the other day. Cause I literally hadn't been there in like two and a half weeks. <laughs> I'm like, I should probably go look at that. Make sure it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was everything was you know no robbers had broken good good pipes had burst like we were good to go (laughs) Um, yeah I mean I honestly I mean you guys see you know Instagram it's my life is usually crazy and traveling and competing and doing all the things and this has forced me to like literally just stay home Um, and I freaking love it like mm-hmm. I am almost like the gym opens on Monday and I'm like, I miss my friends, but I've really been enjoying just working <laughs> out at home and in the sunshine and I can go in, you know, I'm not on a, an agenda. I can do whatever I want when I want at whatever intensity I want. And, mm-hmm. um, it's been like freaking awesome. <laughs> and, and I could like, I have nutrition clients and have been able to like skyrocket my client intake which has kept me busy and so just like trying to be productive and taking advantage of the downtime enjoying my family so freaking much and just like I forgot what life was like not traveling and just like being smoked all the time from just crazy CrossFit life you know so I totally I totally agree I totally understand and I I'm like kind of an asshole when I'm like, you quarantine's not that bad because some people are definitely having like a hard time with it. And I respect that. But it's like, you know, when you have a lot of projects going on, like, you know, you're training and you're prepping and you have clients and you have, you know, I always have like a ton of work to do for different types of projects. So like the fact that I can kind of do it all throughout the day whenever I want to. And like, I've cut out travel, I've cut out like commuting time. I can sort of train when I want do my work when I want and like have my husband and my dogs around. Like, it hasn't had, it's been a few crazy years as all the CrossFit stuff and the season and sanctionals and games has been ramping up over the last couple of years. Like our lives have gotten insane. So I'm yeah. like, no, man. I mean, I, I do miss, I miss people. And like, I miss like just going out and grabbing a drink like that. Right. I do miss, but yep. 
for the most time, I'm I'm like crushing life right now in the quarantine situation. I think. Heck yeah, I love John, quarantine you life. Do you? Love it. Yes, <laughs> you do. Yes. Okay, so was, we're all in the same boat here. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was working out in my basement. I have a great gym here at home, kind of like yours. You know, it's all in my basement. I was working out down there today, and I was doing squats. And one of my squats, I could tell. You ever you ever have one where you're like, okay, that wasn't that wasn't below parallel. Yeah, but there, but, but there was there was no. Any, I've never had one of those gosh. actually. Mm-hmm. Well, I know Jess has it, but I I have them all the time. The difference is when you're in your home gym, nobody yells at you. No one. Oh, it's great. Okay. It's Count so good. It. Best Count efforts. Count it. Best efforts. <laughs> you know? It's funny you say that because I literally had an overhead squat workout today, and I'm like, Jess, hit your movement standards. Like I mm-hmm. was like, hmm, do I have like no, I'm going below parallel? Like I'm for sure going. <laughs> sure, like, sure. Hold accountable. it's great i hold all the prs in my home gym every single <laughs> wow. one wow your and name on the board constantly <laughs> i dominate that bitch it's great it's great no i like i do like it though i mean I, you know i miss my friends too and i miss the gym yeah. i miss like the camaraderie and I, I tell you what i do miss this is gonna sound a little weird but i miss seeing like we have we have a lot of kind of older clientele at uh, cliffside and i miss seeing the progress that some of the mm. older people make you know like it's kind of mm. fun to see these husband and wives are in their like 60s and 70s and they're coming in and they're getting fit together like it's kind of fun to watch them do their thing and you don't it, clearly i can't get that here you know even though i'm getting really close to that age um yeah. you know i i miss like seeing other people's progress but otherwise it's great i can work out with my shirt off i can come upstairs <laughs> watch Netflix for a few minutes if I want to. It's fantastic. It's the best. You know, I don't, um, I, I hear where you're coming from, but I don't have that because I've been coaching zoom classes for my gym. So I'm still seeing a little bit of the like, Oh good. Like you really are doing that movement at home or like you really are progressing in this. And for the people who are committed and I know not everyone can do it. You just can't bring themselves. And it's weird to be on camera or whatever, but for the people who are committed, I am still seeing progress, which is pretty cool. That is cool. And I will say, and I, again, I think we're all in the same boat here about loving quarantine and like, like you kind of miss your friends, but you're like, mm, I'm really okay. We, so my training partner, Bailey, it was her birthday a couple of weeks ago, April 19th. So we did the uh, drive-by parade where we all drove by and honked our horns and made signs and stuff. And obviously like I couldn't help but get out and hug her. I'm like, I'm this close to you. And like, I just have to get out and hug you. And I tell you what, I haven't hugged anybody in quarantine. Like I'm with my family. Like I'm not like we're in right. the house. We don't hug each other to hug a human. It was the strangest thing that has ever happened to me. Did it, it feel weird. Felt, it was just like, so nice just to like hold a human in my arms. Like, oh, you're making me sad now. Cause I have not, I've literally not hugged my daughters in like a month and a half. You should go Aww. hug them and just like for, and just hold them for like four seconds. And it was like, Man, I didn't realize like how much I missed hugging someone, you well, know, I'd, I'd really mm-hmm. like to, but I'm in that vulnerable age and they're probably carriers. So I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't want them to kill me. That's my, that's my thing. I hug, I hug Bean. I have a cat. I hug him. It's, it's same, same thing. Now, you're so right though, because I find that like sometimes when, um, like we're watching TV or something. And I even see like on the TV, like a whole group of people somewhere together or like people like 
hugging or touching or whatever on, on the screen. I'm like, Oh, you guys shouldn't be all like in the same room. Like it's definitely like kind of starting to mess with the normal that it is in my brain. Not that there's any normal in my brain. I've gotten so judgy, so judgy. Like <laughs> anytime I set foot in a store, like first of all, you don't even know if you can go down the same aisle as somebody else. Right. Now. Like it's just weird to even be in the same like vicinity as somebody. And then God forbid they don't have a mask. Now I was going to say, are you guys wearing masks? In the oh stores? yeah. We have yep. to. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. And if somebody doesn't have one on, I get all judgy now. Right. Like, you know, they like, don't I'm let just... you in the stores here without them on. Oh, no way. Well, you guys were so close to New York where it's like the complete shit storm. Yeah. They won't let you do anything without a mask here. It's okay. a it's a weird moment. I mean, I work in banking. And so now we're insisting people wear masks into the bank. You know, it's like yeah. I've been I've been trained for two decades now. If someone comes in with a mask, you hit the panic button. Right. And now, yeah. and now, and now it's the opposite, you know, like, no, 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 please put on a mask and a hoodie. Okay. You know, so weird. Yeah, that's weird. That's going to be interesting for like confidentiality and security purposes. Now that you say that, yeah, there's mm-hmm. it's so much that's weird about it for yeah. us. It's it's uh it's a real awkward moment. We're getting through it, and I think it's gonna. It seems like it's easing, at least here in Ohio. Like we're mm-hmm. Ohio, certainly not anywhere near like New York. You know, from yeah. an impact, so it, it's easing on us. But we'll see. We'll see. I look good in the mask, though. I look like Bane. It's awesome. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> All right. I know. Cool. It's, the, it's the bald head. It's a very good look. Yeah, there you go. Badass. <laughs> so what is uh what's training been like for you? Obviously, you have to, you know, force yourself to stay accountable. But outside right. of that, like, do you do you train like with a goal given how weird and uncertain the season is? Or like how how does that affect you moving forward here? It's been super weird. And, you know, I've obviously had a lot of time to evaluate this question. And this is kind of like the hot topic question and have had, you know, plenty of people ask. And it's been super interesting because I, right before quarantine happened, I was training for Wadapalooza and West Coast Classic, which was, it's like equivalent to, for me at the time was like equivalent to games training. Yeah, Super intense, super strict, super hard every single day. And then everything gets canceled, shut down with no end in sight. And, you know, so for the first couple of weeks, we were all moping around, super unmotivated. And like, mm-hmm. you know, there were tons of conversations like, what are we training for? Why are we killing ourselves? Should we be taking time off and, you know, taking our off season? Like, what does this mean? And especially for me, because I wasn't, I'm not qualified as of right now. And, you know, so watching the timeline unfold where it's still, still just so up in the air of like, what the heck does it mean for, you know, they've said they're going to have the games, which I think is great. Um, I think, it, you know, it's sad that there's not going to be spectators, but I think it's a really cool, I think going to the games this year would be, will be a really cool year to be a part of and to be an individual athlete at the games because of the circumstances. I think it's going to be super intimate and it would be cool to be a part of. Um, but yeah, it's just, so for me, it's like, am I going to have an opportunity to qualify? Will they do a last minute online qualifier? Are they even going to take all the people who are currently qualified? Are they going to allow all of them to compete? Like how many athletes are they going to let compete? Um, so just like all of these questions, all these potential scenarios. And so for me, just trying to navigate those unknown questions, you know, uh, 
So training, you know, I do misfit programming and we've got our text thread that we text every day, you know, our scores and what we're doing. It's like Chandler Smith, Travis Williams, um, you know, those guys. And so I've been doing all of the programming with the equipment (laughs) that I have. The intensity has probably not been what it has been. I've been a lot nicer to myself. However, you know, like I said, I just came off of training for sanctionals. And so to compare the two, I don't think I'm necessarily being fair to myself when I'm like assessing my intensity because it's like, okay, you're comparing to what you just came off of. And that was so intense, high intense, and that's only sustainable for so long, you know? So, um, I, again, it's just kind of like, I, to me, it hasn't been as intense as it probably should be, but Again, I'm comparing two sanctionals training. So um, I'm getting, you know, today I had a super long draining session um, and I'm kind of like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just kind of moving because there's nothing really else to do. And I love to work out anyway. So um, should a qualifier opportunity come up for me? I, I hope I do good, but I'm not, you know, I'm just being honest. I don't know how I would stack up right now. I was in the best shape of my life at Wadapalooza. Um, but yeah, as of right now, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. And maybe that's not necessarily the right answer, but I don't know. I'm just trying to be nice no, to I myself. Think you've, and, yeah. You, know. you think you have a good handle on it? Because like to me, sometimes having so many unknowns is like overwhelming to the point where I would just be like, yeah, fuck it. Like, screw right. it. I'm, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm all set. I'm, I'm done. So the fact that you're like, well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to keep moving and keep doing my thing. I got my programming and we'll just see what happens. Like, I think you got a really good handle on it so that you can stay sane <laughs> around all of the unknowns. Yeah. And that's a thing. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, sometimes I do feel like ramping it up and killing myself. And some days I'm like, this is a 25 minute workout and I'm just going to cruise it. Cause that's what I feel like doing. Cause it's better than doing yeah. nothing, you know? So just kind of listening, being okay with listening to my body and slowing down when I feel like it, where in regular training, I would try to push through that barrier, you know? I want to be like, look, John, games athletes, they're just like us. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like that's all of us in quarantine. Like, oh, my coach gave me this five minute AMRAP. Oh, my coach gave me this 20 minute AMRAP. I'm just going to cruise through it because, you know, everybody watched it. You know, you know what? I've been, I've been cruising through workouts now for like, I don't know, well, 10 years, but, um, <laughs> actually I, for the last, you know, because I don't have coaches around, not very few of my workouts are intense, but I did a really intense one today and I was grabbing my knees in round two. And I'm like, what am I doing to myself? Like, <laughs> right. why am I, why am I doing this? I have a coffee pot upstairs. I've got a mm-hmm. couch. Like there's no reason to do this. I'm 49 years old. I'm not training for anything. You know, what has been super interesting though, is this, you know, I've been doing CrossFit for seven years now and I, you know, I'm kind of getting to that point where I do think I have a couple of years left of competing in me, but you never know like when that day will come when you're done competing. And I've wondered how I would respond when that day comes and am I going to be mm-hmm. okay with leaving this lifestyle behind? And like, it has been super eye opening to me that with quarantine that yes, like I'm kind of excited for the next chapter and, you know, I kind of can't wait. I love the lifestyle I live and I love competing, but this has allowed me to recognize that I will be okay to get to that point where like, 
I have a family to take care of and I can cruise workouts and it's not working out is not the priority. So that's kind of been like cool and eye opening in this experience, you know? That's so neat. Yeah. And I love that you have had so many different experiences as well. Like obviously you were in, you know, the whole nursing game before going into CrossFit full-time. And I'm wondering if that sort of, are you, do you have any of, of the feels now that you kind of came from that medical background and the world is going through the craziness that it is right now? <laughs> well, the worst part about all this is I've had a couple of people reach out and ask if I am going to go back to nursing in this crazy COVID time. And I feel so selfish by saying no. <laughs> I, I and, would not feel selfish uh, for that. And it's like, I feel like it's asking for a death wish. And I'm so grateful for like the frontliners and all the healthcare providers. And even like, not just the healthcare providers, like the janitors and like housekeeping and the linen people. Like there are so many people that are putting themselves on the line and I have a license to go out there and do it too. And I'm not. And like, is that wrong? Like, so that's kind of been something I've been wrestling with too, is, you know, am I, Am I being selfish by not going back into it and helping during this time? Um, but I just, I honestly just feel like it's a death wish. And I do feel like, you know, I feel like God pulled me out of it in 2018, you know, maybe as protection against this, you know, I don't know. Um, but I have not had any desires to go back and do it. And, you know, even speaking, you know, what does the next chapter of my life look like? People ask all the time, will I go back to nursing? I don't know. I mean, I, um, if I have to, I will, it's a great backup mm -hmm. plan and I'm super grateful that I've got a nursing license in my back pocket. Should I need it to support, you know, my life? Um, I would love to maybe go back to school and become a CRNA. Like that's an option. Um, it's a great career to have because there are so many options with it. So if I would love to stay in the fitness industry as long as I can, but you know, like I said, it's a great backup plan to have, but as of right now, I'm good with fitness. Yeah, no, I totally understand. And I don't, I don't think it's selfish. I do think that it's, it's incredible. The people who put themselves out there every single day and the people who have an internal wish to be on the front lines, like thank God for them. And I'm always going to be grateful for the people that are out there who are like that. Cause I'm not like that and I need them to survive. But like, you know, as someone who loves people who work in that field. Like I, I don't want to see my loved ones going out there and being on the front line in harm's way either. So I'm not mad about the fact that you're not, I would be like, Oh God, no, please don't. <laughs> I don't think anybody thinks you have to, you know, go. No. I mean, everybody knows that you did that before Jess, but nobody thinks you need to go back and do that. At least I don't think you need to. And Nikki's implying it, but I'm not. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm I mean, not. I know the the truth is that's like, what I'm saying. I like, I yeah. wouldn't want anyone that I love. Cause even my husband talks about like, cause he's a pharmacist going out and being like, where do they need help? And if they set up extra beds somewhere, could I like come in and alleviate some of the, you know, prescriptions and things that the nurses can get back to work. And I'm like, that's a beautiful that you have that drive in you, but please don't. Right. Like I don't want people that I love exposed. It's a really weird, scary time. I, I think the thing of, for a lot of you guys that are games athletes, um, that I hope you all recognize is the impact you make on a day-to-day -day basis of people that see what you do, that want to do that, yeah. that, that start to seek out healthier lifestyles because they see what you've accomplished. So I, you know, I, I think you make the impact that you're making doing what you're doing without having to go back and, you know, jump into the front lines of it. I mean, if you're called to do that, go do that too. But if you're yeah. clearly not like you're making a gigantic impact where you are, so I don't think it's people have to go do that. 
Especially, you know, the more we talk about how like healthier, active bodies are surviving this so much better than, you know, bodies with obviously the comorbidities are an issue, but obesity can be a comorbidity and all sorts of unhealthy things that come with not having, you know, healthy cardiovascular systems and lungs that know how to handle breathing heavy and, and all the stuff that we work on. So, yeah. And that's kind of been my mission. And, you know, I do feel like I'm wired to, I just have such a passion and desire to help people. And that's why I went into nursing and left nursing because I didn't feel like I was truly helping people. And I say this all the time. It was like, I'm just putting band-aids on people's problems and I'm, I'm a problem mm-hmm. solver. Like I don't want to take shortcuts. Like I want to take the long way around and fix the problem at the root of it. And that's what I have loved being in the fitness industry is like, man, I get to like with my nutrition clients, I get to like dissect people's lives and, you know, hospitals are wonderful, obviously, but you're trying to mass produce, mass produce healthcare. And so like with my nutrition clients, it's so intimate and personal and I can really dissect, um, you know, people's uh, hurdles and where they struggle and figure out how we can fix like your eating habits, your workout habits, you know, finding something that you like to do. And then just like having the platform that I've been given and so grateful for it. It's like, I can share my journey and be vulnerable with my journey of like the ups and downs, the highs, the lows, um, and use all of that to like truly help people change their lives, you know? And it's like, this is what I want. This is how I want to help people, you know, like nursing's great, but it's, that wasn't what I had in mind when I thought that I wanted to help people, you know? Well, Nikki and I both need help on nutrition, so we'll hit you up after this. <laughs> I'm non-compliant. We actually don't need it. We don't need help. We we actually just need you to come by and slap our hands every time we pick up a donut yeah. or. Uh, That's what I need. That's what I really need. I like pick up momentum, and I'm like, "Ooh, lost a pound. Better have a donut." Right. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, I've done, Nikki. I just put a full-length mirror on my refrigerator that solved the problem. Oh yeah. God, that's a terrible and wonderful idea. Totally works. Totally works. My little sister's like, I just walk around in my bikini and then I don't eat the food because I don't want to be fat in my bikini. Not a terrible also not idea. a bad idea. We just yeah. walk around the house naked, you know, and then but then you get really comfortable with it and you're like, well, this pot belly's been out all day, so. Uh. I'm I'm a big proponent of tracking food to to not uh, to not cheat. Or, or I hate to use the word cheat to, to keep yourself accountable to, mm-hmm. you know, eating properly. Like I, you know, I, we had Chick-fil-A for dinner tonight. It was awesome. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, the Lord makes fantastic waffle fries and, yeah. uh, <laughs> but I, but I've tracked everything I've eaten today. So I, like, I, I know exactly what I have left calorie wise, macro wise, whatever, uh, you know, to get through to the end of the day. And my youngest daughter, the daughters came over and and Megan's like, Hey, I'm lobbying for Chick-fil-A tonight. I'm like, I'm in, I'm all set. Let's go. You know, I think there's real power in that, you know? <laughs> and that's and what was- is awesome about counting macros is like, you can have that dietary freedom, you know, to have a, a treat, you know, and you make it fit. And you know, there's, it's, it's balanced, John balance. Okay. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was delicious too. I might add. I love Chick-fil-A it's and so I literally good. could like just eat the chick sauce. Yes, we had that too. We had that too. Do you guys, do you guys know that I've never been to a Chick Fil A? What? I know. They don't have Island, do they? I think they opened like one. It's like in Warwick somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Seriously? I've never been. No, it's not like a New England chain. 
It's yeah, it's not. But man, it is so. Good. <laughs> it's really good. Wow, it is so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. The Lord's waffle fries. The They're so. Oh. <laughs> So Maybe good. I'll see if they have a drive-through window. I'll do some drive-through quarantining, Chick-fil-A testing. Yeah, it's all drive-through. The girl in the drive-through and I had a mask on. It was like really humorous to me. I'm like, uh, I mean, could... but you guys, I feel like drive-throughs are like drive-through COVID contraction. You know, do you like I feel think. Like, I don't know. Like those people come into contact with so many people. Well, no, yeah, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I was just tonight. having a conversation with someone. <laughs> no, 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 I was just having this conversation with someone because. They said the same thing. They were like, ugh, like is drive-in, drive-through any better really? Because like someone's touching the thing that's touching your car. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, no one's coughing on me. Like I'm six feet away because I went through the drive-through coffee window the other day. Right. And my car was far away enough that like just we did like the (laughs) hands from more than six feet. And like no one coughed on me. And then I thought to myself, well, if they coughed on my cup, then how is that different from like, if I order pizza and they leave it on my doorstep, like I might not have contact with them, but they touch the thing that I touch. So I was like, if I'm okay with Uber eats, then I'm okay with the drive-thru. That was my rationale. It seemed fine. I went through the drive-thru. She had a mask on. She was wearing gloves. She took my order, swiped the card, gave it back to me. I Purelled. We drove through. They handed me a plastic bag. They said, you know, it's been our pleasure to serve you. And I leaned over and I licked her on the cheek and I drove off. It was, yeah, <laughs> it, it seems sanitary to me. I don't know what the problem was. Yeah. <laughs> I get it though. Cause I, I, I have to do the self like rationalization to make sure that it makes sense to me. <laughs> it, it's so crazy. Uh, Weird. Yeah. And it's, I'm just like, what, like, how is it ever going to go away? You know? And I'm not, I'm not like worrying about it. It's just like a funny thought to ponder. Like what? I don't, I'm just so curious to see how the next year goes, you know? We have those conversations in my house constantly because mm-hmm. the pharmacist and my husband is always mm-hmm. like evaluating like how this is actually going to affect like pandemics are like their thing. I don't know, pharmacists like right. that's, mm-hmm. they, yeah. they come alive. This is where they shine. So he's <laughs> always telling me about how like, you know, even when, even when there's a vaccine, like it may or may not matter the way we have a flu vaccine, but people get the flu every year and how mm-hmm. like, if you get it once, that doesn't mean that you won't get it again. Like there, even if the antibodies build up, it doesn't necessarily matter. And every day he's basically just like, we're all going to be wearing masks for like two years right. like while we figure this shit out. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, God, I get it, but oh God. And then it's taking, you know, they said what a year for a vaccine for this. So it's like at least, yeah. yeah. Crazy. I mean, it's fine. I don't mind working from home. <laughs> this is true. Okay, yeah, you're right. Like I just said to my dad today, I'm like, man, like I'm I don't want this to end, you know. And my dad my dad's furloughed right now. Um, luckily he's on the he's sixty-five. He'll be sixty-five in December, I think. And so he is on the verge, you know, the verge of retirement. And so he's been crunching all his numbers to see if mm-hmm. he does eventually get terminated, you know, can he retire? Um, but him and I were just like, man, like this home life is, it's just, I don't want it to end. <laughs> I know me either. Like I would like, I really would like something to happen for games, but I would, that would be cool. Like as a fan, I want to watch it as a media person. I want to be a part of it. Yeah. But if it's just like, you know, the the top 10 or top 20 athletes or however they get you guys out there. Yeah. You know, if it comes to, if they, if they were to invite me and they were like, Hey, can you get on a plane at the end of August or the beginning of September? Like, I do think I would do that. 
Yeah. But that's, that's assuming that we keep trending in a positive direction and I say healthy and I know I'm not like, I've already committed to like not seeing my mom until everything this blows over. She's obviously, you know, older and in that age bracket. So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, I get it and I'll be safe, but I'm in, but I'm also not sure. I know. Well, I look good in a mask, so I'm okay with it. (laughs) You're all set. I'm all set. I'm totally set. It, the whole thing is so weird though. Like mostly just because I feel so like I'm getting disconnected with people and like the people I like to follow aren't traveling like they used to. Like I follow, I follow your buddy, Alec, obviously. And I chat with him a lot and he's not traveling as much as he was. And I live vicariously through him. So right. it's not <laughs> as much fun now. You know. However, he's been traveling <clears throat> of the most of anybody I know during all this he went up to minnesota for a little while and he was (laughs) we were laughing because he was like i'm home and it's really boring and my whole family thinks i have covid so they don't even want to see me and he's got three little nieces all he wants to do is play with his little nieces and his brothers are like no because you're from new york and you probably have covid so he's getting all mad about that so he's like he wanted to go up to minnesota to visit a friend and he was like should I risk getting on a plane right now? And I'm like, Alec, like, just stop. (laughs) The answer is no. (laughs) Yeah, he did. And then he flew back home. I was like, why don't you just come to Missouri for a little while and hang out with me? But he went, Uh, but that was, that was the right choice for him to go home. Yeah. That makes sense. (laughs) We, we talking to them soon, aren't we? Yeah. Monday. He'll be on a Monday. Uh, Alec will be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, today actually his story actually appropriately his story was funny today. Somebody he did a Q&A and somebody said what's your favorite body part on the opposite sex and he posted mm-hmm. booty pics of Jess, <laughs> like a couple of Jess and a couple of uh Brooke, Dan- Danny and Brooke, the other Danny. Danny. <laughs> yeah. Cuz he appropriate he sent that to me and he sent it to me and he was like booty and I was like this is hilarious because all of your best girlfriends have like big booties and CrossFit. And he's like, Oh my gosh. He's like, send me your favorite booty pics. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like you're like, cool. Gonna, he's like, I'm going to do this TMI question until I get it again. So I can make this video. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, let me just go back into my like favorites folder of butt pics. One sec. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like, I'm not one to post booty pics. I had to like go through my like tag pictures and I'm like, all right, here you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to though. You have to take control of that situation. Otherwise he just going to find ones that he wants Right. To post. And that was the other thing. It's like, I could, I have control over what pictures you post in this post, which, you know, it's like, Hey, the Lord has blessed me with a round bum. It is a part of me. So, you know what, if there are some pictures of it, so be it. Embrace it. <laughs> and it's not going to be think there forever either, you know? So, yeah, that's the same thing that John says about his butt every day. Right. It's going to be there forever. forever. <laughs> it will live forever. He, I was, it was funny though, as he was posting it, he did not post that. You guys have a pic together that's borderline iconic now from the last games where you guys are hugging as a team, which is like a really cool picture. And I don't know whose hand was on whose butt, but somebody's got somebody's hand. Somebody's no, he hand. put that one on there. It was the last picture posted. Oh. It's his favorite picture. <laughs> oh, oh it. really? It's Have a you great seen it, Nikki? No, I'm looking at, at it right now. It is Hold the on. funniest picture. It is ever. fun. I'm telling you, that pick is like borderline iconic and cross. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> well, mostly it's like it's such a great team pick, uh, and, then, and then the the humor of the hand on the butt makes it even yeah. fun. Yeah, because the scenario was it was the one k swim, and I had never swam a one k ever, so I was super nervous about that event. And so, you know, coming out of the water, they had all beat me out of the water, obviously. So I'm coming out of the water and I'm sprinting to the finish because I am freaking pumped that I just swam a one k, and so you know they're all waiting there, ready to hug me, and then I, I guess because Cody and Camille went to my shoulders, Alec then went and put his hand around my lower half, which then his hand so nicely placed on my butt cheek and someone snapped a picture of it. And it is, we laughed so hard when we saw that picture. That's like the perfect personification of your team. (laughs) You You guys go high. I'll go low. That's good. No worries. (laughs) (laughs) And there's like, there's just no boundaries with any of us. Like we're just also, we're like brothers and sisters, you know, it's like, there's no no such thing as inappropriate with us. And your team was so much that. fun to watch because of that. I mean, you know, <laughs> and nothing nothing against Rich and his team because you know Mayhem's always great, but you know Mayhem is like real kind of stoic to me. Like you know they real disciplined and and you know you can just see it in them. And you guys were fun. Like you're also disciplined and fantastic athletes, but just really like fun to watch. You know, and and uh, and you could tell really like each other, which. Yeah, you know, made for really fun games this year, I think. Or Which, you know, when we, cause we went to Rogue and we got last place. And so kind of funny behind the scenes, like Cody, Alec and I were like, what did we just sign up for? Like mm-hmm. we knew, you know, Camille's won the games and she's great, but did we just make a mistake by having Camille on our team? And, you know, so there was a split second there where we were like, oh no, was this a bad idea? But yeah. no, it, it ended up being, we freaking just, and like Camille and I stayed in the room together during the week of the games and her and I just had like so many good, fun experiences. And then her husband, Dave, like he's awesome. He's awesome. But you know, just being transparent, like I was a little nervous going into the week of the games just because it is so intense and you have to stay focused. And Dave is just such a personality. And Camille <laughs> was like, so Dave's going to be staying in the room with us. And I'm like, no, okay. he's not. You know, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Cam, I love you. But if we're going to be successful in competing, like in, in hindsight, it would have been fine. And I totally. love Dave and Camille so much, but like leading up to it all, I was definitely like, I hope that I can okay. handle the, per- the, uh, you know, height of the personality. <laughs> totally. But I freaking, they are both like so precious and near and dear to my heart and like would do it all again, staying in the same room on top of each other, you know? But 100%. How long ago was it? They were on a few weeks ago and just a couple uh, weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And Dave, I, I get what you're saying. Like Dave is so over the top. He's the guy oh, yeah. I want to, he's the guy I want to just go have a beer with and just hang out. Oh. But after an hour, I'd be so burnt out because I can't keep up with them. <laughs> you know, you want to hear that kind of personality like gives me life. Like I can like yeah. vibe off of that hard. And that's what I found. I was nervous, John, that I it would burn me out. But I found that like no, Dave and I like vibe and like he gives me life. He does. Yeah. Um, hilarious Dave story. So uh, when we went to Rogue, I met Cammy at the airport. Our flights got in at the same time. And like, obviously Camille and I have competed side by side, but we, I, we weren't really friends at that point. Like we had just known each other in the space and running in the same circles. 
And so met her at the airport. And so we're just catching up and just small talking, waiting for our bags. And she, have you guys heard the story? And she no. FaceTimes no. Dave. No. no. <laughs> and she FaceTimes Dave just to say, hey, like I made it. I'm safe. I'm with Jess. And I'm like, hey, Dave, you're on FaceTime. And uh, he's laying in bed. And Cammie's like, Dave, like it's only four o'clock in Colorado. Like, why are you in bed? And he's like, oh, you, you want me to show you? And she's like, ooh, Jess, like, he's going to show me the dogs. Like, look. So she, like, looks. <laughs> she, like, holds the phone so I can see it. And he just, like, puts the phone down. And she thinks she, he's going to show the dogs at the end of the bed. Literally, he's laying in bed naked. And I see Dave's penis. Nice. It's just, as, just a giant <laughs> dick pic. Yeah. Amazing. Like, again, like, I know Camille, but, like, not that well. <laughs> wow. From that moment on, you were sisters. Oh, so Dave's Dave's favorite thing is, hey, Cam, what do you and Jess have in common? And she's like, we've both seen your penis, Dave. I mean, he kind of showed you the dogs, kind of, I guess, right? right? I guess. Like, that is Dave for you. Like, that is picture perfect. Dave Lipson for you. Oh, wow. my cheeks hurt. That's perfect. It was like, he's never done that. Like, I don't know why he did that. I feel, I feel left sure, out now. Sure. I feel left out. I'm going to text him and tell, tell him to send me a dick pic real quick, oh, just so I can get in on the story. I know. He didn't do that when we were recording the podcast. <laughs> I know. And like, luckily, you know. The whole time. Be, luckily, being a nurse, like a penis is not like that yeah, mind blowing to me. Is. Like I've seen, you know, my fair share in my nursing career, um, but man, that was like was not expecting that, Dave. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, too good. Oh my oh. god, I'm, I'm dead. I'm trying to rein in the questions right now. I'm just, I'm just gonna I'm gonna let the story lie. We're gonna let sleep just leave it. We're gonna let sleeping no, penises I am lie. Made of questions. <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly like don't like I kind of like blacked it out. So like I, I don't even have like any answers for you if you were looking for like aesthetics or anything. Nope. Like it's just I've like completely blocked that image out of my mind. <laughs> oh man! Now I can't get the image out of my mind. I'm not gonna sleep tonight. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Damn it was it. really not where I thought that the story was going because I thought he was going to be like, well, when you're not here and I'm just living this bachelor life, like I go to bed at 4 p.m., which I was going to be like, oh, weird. That's what happens in my house too. Like when I'm traveling, like Matt like warms up fish sticks from the freezer and like goes to bed early. And it's like, yeah. we're totally the same. No, not the no. same. No. You know, I'm going to title this podcast, Jessica Griffith and the story of Dave Lipson's penis. <laughs> great podcast title i think most it's a- downloads ever what does jessica griffith know about dave lipson's penis everything the answer <laughs> everything. is everything everything yes. the answer oh, is everything great. too good i feel like that's a perfect note to end on i do too like, let's just let's just sail off into the distance <laughs> on dave lipson's penis <laughs> <laughs> that's a sentence i never thought i'd hear you say but dave, okay you're welcome dave you're welcome yeah, you're so <laughs> i know well jess i'm glad you're well uh you guys yeah. too uh, thank you for coming on and check just catching up and you know staying sane in quarantine yeah thank you so much for having me and asking me to do this yeah no this yeah. is great
And uh, we appreciate it. And to everyone listening, uh, make sure you tell your friends the penis story. This is important. <laughs> of course. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call my mom as soon as we hang up here and make sure she knows. And uh, <laughs> everyone, but uh, besides that, everyone stay safe in quarantine. Nikki and I will be back probably tomorrow. And uh, we, will, we will chat with all of you guys soon. Take care.